there and welcome to the Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. I'm your host, Vidas Pinkavichus. Have you ever wondered what to do with your extensive organ CD collection that you probably have at home? Well, you can start Organ Radio Project to broadcast your organ music online. Of course, if you do the legal stuff right, with copyrights and other important legal issues. So that's what Nico de Klerk did. Uh, he is a Belgian organist, and he, in 2016, in January, started uh, tw- 24-7 broadcasts of organ music uh, on the web uh, on his Orgel Radio project. Until now, uh, Nico reached more than 70,000 listeners in 133 countries. So in this conversation, Nico shares his experiences about his Orgel radio project, what inspired him to start, uh, how he began, how he attracted media attention, what obstacles did he come across, and of course, uh, what his future plans are. Let's go to the show. Thank you so much, Nico, for uh, joining uh, in this conversation. I'm <laughs> so delighted that we finally figured out the technical details of our connection. And uh, our listeners all over, from all over the world, from 89 countries, will be uh, inspired by your story, how you started this fantastic initiative, uh, Orgel Radio, right? Yeah. Uh, where listeners from all over the globe can listen to fantastic organ music. So thank you so much for your time, insights, and generosity, and welcome to the show, Nico. Thank you, Vidas. Great. So, Nico, um, how did you come up with this idea uh, when everybody is uh, listening to pop music, rock music, and uh, and uh, and any kind of music but but the organ, right? And you've thought, oh, maybe there is an audience uh, in in need, hung- in uh, hungry for, for organ music online, right? So can you tell us a, a little bit of the story behind your initiative? Yeah. Um the idea is that uh, on uh, so I live in Belgium. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, <laughs> to be clear, I live in Belgium in the Flemish part of the country because we have uh, three languages in Belgium, but we live in the Flemish part. And um, I was a bit disappointed in our classical radio station, Clara, because um, there's hardly any organ music uh, mm-hmm. on our official classical radio station. And if there is organ music, they choose bad pieces and bad organists. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was very disappointed. So I uh, asked the chief of this uh, radio station, uh, please let me um, make an organ radio program every week, you know, I will uh, with the best music. And then she said, yeah, that's a good idea, but no, <laughs> but no, we don't do that because um, we don't want to make programs for a specific audience. Uh-huh. And- uh, so no programs for just chorus or just brass or just organ, but everybody should listen to every program. That's oh. her idea. Uh? So nobody is listening anymore. That's exactly that's exactly <laughs> <laughs> because uh, nobody is interested in everything, right? Yeah, You're it. interested in something, but yeah. not in everything. But okay, that's her um, 
opinion, and that's mm-hmm. the way she wanted to make radio. And then at the same time, um, in Holland, uh, that's my neighbor, so to speak, from Belgium, um, they closed down another organ program. They had a, an organ program every week for one hour, and but it got reorganized. And it turned into, like, uh, I call it a soft religious program. Ah. So there is, <laughs> there's still organ a little bit in it, but also uh, cantatas uh, from Bach and, you know, everything, everything. So uh, that was also a disappointment. And then I thought, well, let's see if I can make uh, organ radio by myself. And I looked it up on the internet. And in Belgium, we have a, a company in it called uh, Radionomie. It's a... Belgium company, and it's like a host for internet radio stations. Yeah, and the idea is that um, they pay all the rights, and uh-huh. because you can't broadcast music uh, for free, eh? you have to pay uh, the, the rights for the composer. You have to pay the rights for the musician. Uh, you know, uh, things to pay, mm-hmm. and they pay it uh, for me. And in return, they have two times two minutes every hour. Uh, advertisements. Right. You see? And, of course, um, they also ask that at least every day uh, people listen for 130 hours a day because otherwise they can't sell their uh, advertisements. Right. Good. So that's okay. And you have nine months the time to prove that you have more than 130 hours a day. And that's how I started. <laughs> uh, so, Nico, Nico, you mentioned some s- fantastic uh, story here, and I'm just listening in, and uh, I'm blown up with this idea. You, you, you love organ music, right? Are you yes. an organist yourself? Yes, absolutely. You are an organist yourself. You play this instrument. You want other people to enjoy it. And you you think, oh, Belgium had this fantastic uh, classical organ, uh, classical uh, radio program, which don't encourage uh, specific uh, interest in organ or chor- yeah. choral music or anything. Just general, general classical music, which yeah. is nothing, really. Yeah. Uh, and then, at the same time, they turned down the... the 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 Dutch program for the organ uh, weekly show right that yeah. you loved for many years, and just like that you thought oh maybe if if they won't won't do this maybe I can do this right yeah. so this is this is one of the uh, ideas that people are listening right now and understanding what kind of a uh, brave man you are Nico <laughs> uh, you know if there is a challenge if there is a, a um, uh, open uh, closed door for you. You open another door for yourself, right? If if the gatekeepers, if the gatekeepers decline you, right? You don't need the gatekeepers because you are your your. Um, you can do everything on online yourself. No, yeah. almost everything. Not everything, but but still, there are many many possibilities for today's artists and uh, organists. So. I congratulate for starters you Nico what you accomplished so far and just 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 to take this initiative from from the start is the tremendous amazing job thank you so much okay. thank you um shall I also maybe talk now about the themes every day every day has a theme or what do you want me you know, it's very interesting what you felt. Did you feel any fear before uh, committing to, to, to the online translations? You know, maybe it won't work. Maybe yeah. it will work, right? Yeah, of course. But the thing is that um, 
you call me a brave person to yes, start. Yes, you are. I think some's brave and being naive and stupid. It's very close to each other. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. I love it already. So, of course, there, there was a... I worked uh, all month of December uh, to, to think about and, and to uh, figure it out with the software and how shall I do it. And, of course, there was a possibility that in January, when I launched the radio, that nobody would listen. Uh, and, of course, I was very happy with my first listener, <laughs> with my second listener. But I had also uh, a lot of attention from the press... Uh, also from uh, the local television, from uh, radio stations in Belgium, but also in Holland. So there was, every was every, suddenly everybody was charmed by my idea for 24-7 organ music on uh, free, yeah? free organ music on, on the net. Yeah. So I, I was very, I was launched in a very quick way. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So yes, without those media probably relations, it's very difficult to imagine a situation where your idea would spread, right? Yeah. You could start and maybe your family and friends <laughs> would join in, right? <laughs> maybe 20 people, maybe 100, maybe 1,000. Yeah. But in order to get traction from this idea, you get... You have to go a little bit um, beyond your own personal network. And uh, if, if mainstream media picked up your idea, that's, that's amazing. That's something, something rarely happens in organ world, right? But uh, it's like a sex small success sto story for you at the beginning, right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you didn't have to wait for seven years to do this, right? <laughs> uh, to, be no to get noticed, right? You got noticed right away. How long did it, uh, by the way, did, it, did you operate um, without the big media attention at first? Uh Well, I, I worked in, in, the, in December, so I worked for one month uh -huh. to figure out how the software works and everything. And then uh, the 4th of January, I launched it, and immediately I had the media attention. Oh, oh. It was really crazy. I launched it on the 4th of uh, January, and in the afternoon, there was already a television crew in my house <laughs> <laughs> for an interview. Hey, Nico, what did you do to attract such attention uh, yeah. from the, the media? I'm a professional organist, but I also uh, organize organ concerts uh -huh. in my area already for more than 10 years, I guess. Right. So I have already uh, good relationships with the press because they know that I do stuff. They know because I also I always try to combine organ with other arts. Eh? Like we had uh, organ and, uh, and, uh, and ballet, for example, or organ and the silent movies, you know. Uh, it's always big fun here. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's it's not like o overnight success, right? You had uh, some track record, right? Yes. Organizing successful uh, organ re uh, stories and recitals and events, plus other instruments and plus other initiatives, collaborations, right? Which is very interesting for uh, mainstream media because it's not only organ, right? Uh, they involve many other aspects and they trust you already. We trusted yeah, you, that's, right? Yeah, they know me, they trust me, that's what you can say. Mm -hmm. But for example, we had uh, every, in the summer holidays, I organized eight concerts at 12 o'clock on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And the concerts only last half an hour, nothing longer, half an hour. It's a free concert, and after the concert, you get a free beer as well. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Did you ad advertise the beer too with the concert? Yeah, yeah, it was because with the sponsorship. Eh? Uh -huh. and then 
after your beer, you can have what we call an organ lunch at very cheap price. Mm-hmm. And we had eight weeks long, an average of 180 people. So it was very successful. Fantastic. Did you have um, a different kind of audience when you said free beer afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Probably some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But only one free beer. I uh-huh. mean, <laughs> I, right, right. Not, not many. Not many, no. <laughs> oh, so uh, great. Uh, and then people got hooked, right? Because yes. the, uh, the next event would be the same, right? Yeah. Um, free beer and, and yeah. lunch and, and organ yeah. concert. And, and so what I want to try, what I try is, is not to organize an organ concert, but I try to uh, organize a whole event that stays... Um, uh, you know that they spend the whole day in the right, city. right, right. Huh? It's like a cultural activity or even social activity, right? Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete Absolutely. immersion into what you're doing. Uh, it's it's not only listening for an hour or half an hour for delightful organ music. Yeah, but they get a special immersion or, 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 or for the entire day or half a day. Yeah. And they meet each other, they become friends, and they're saying, oh, are you coming next week as well? And I will bring another friend with me. And so it's more like a family, like a club. Uh, oh, you know, uh, uh, our listeners probably from, from other countries who are listening right now will, will get this idea and inspiration from your, from your <laughs> initiative. Maybe they could also uh, try something with beer or wine, right? Yes. Uh, and organ together and, l- and lunch. <laughs> I think it's important because the, the beer is, uh, our beer is a local beer. Uh-huh, so it's always uh-huh. interesting to have a local products. Uh, to, to offer local products, that's what I mean. Or not only beer, you could have cheese, right? Or yes. It, uh, there are cheese, cheese uh, concerts uh, in, in Amsterdam, right? And uh, Alkmaar, uh, I think, uh, um, once a month or once a, a week on, on weekends, they, they do this quite successfully. So, so, yes, to have this extra curricular activity be, be uh, in addition to the organ program yeah. it's very delightful for people they enjoy so nico when you uh, when you contacted the media with your idea they they said oh we trust nico he he will give us a free beer right and, <laughs> <laughs> and what happened the next with all the radio yeah well i tried also to um build up um a relation with the audience. So um, I encourage um, my colleagues, my other organist colleagues, but also the labels of recording companies Mm -hmm. to send their organ CDs to me. Because if I don't have their organ CDs, I can't broadcast them. Exactly, exactly. So in December, I started with, uh, I think, 400 organ CDs that I had by myself, my personal collection. Right. And now, today, I have 1,600 organ CDs already. Oh, great. You're getting big now. Yeah, no, I need place to, <laughs> to put all the CDs away. So, But that means if somebody uh, sends me his organ CD, mm-hmm. first, of course, I have to listen if the quality is okay. But if the quality is okay, then um, I mention to him through Facebook or through email, I will broadcast your CD. Mm-hmm then he will mention it to his family and friends. Oh, my CD is broadcasted. And so more and more people start to listen because they want to hear the CD of their friend or of their family. Or mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So. And yeah, it's, it's also it's amazing, Nico. It's it's a sort of built-in viral idea, right? Your your clients, your organists who are sending the CDs to you, they want to share the message, right? They want yeah. to be heard, so they they would share the links and and information about the future show with their network too easily, right? Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me with with uh, with the specific example before. Christmas, we get all those Christmas cards, and sometimes we get e greetings, electronic greetings. And uh, I was once delighted with the idea that somebody sent me the greeting, electronic. greeting card right it, yeah. and and right at the at the lower left or lower right uh, bottom they said make your own greeting if you want <laughs> right so uh, this marketing idea is built into into your product so it's the same with orgel radio i think too yeah it's it's maybe easier for you to see because you're on the outside uh, but i think it's also what i think it's so charming about the orgel radio is it's not uh, the orgel radio is not um um, it's not focused on me, you know. It's not. It's. It's not just my recordings <laughs> I'm broadcasting. I want to share it with all my colleagues and and, and with all the people who loves uh, organ. So it's a very uh, familiar uh, approach. It's not really. Uh, it's also not a business or commercial approach. It's just. Uh, yeah, you give the, the opportunity to other people. Yeah, to be on the organ radio. Although the, some some business matters are involved here, because you are donating your time, right? Your your uh, initiative, right? Your expertise here. Your you are um, basically picking and choosing which one CD to to mm-hmm. broadcast, right? You're kind of uh, a curator of organ music, right? Yeah. They send it to you, and you are say saying, "Oh, this is not good. This is good. I I I sort of trust and your." audience trust you right so yeah. so it is some kind of uh, business approach here too although uh, although it might not be appeared uh, at first even though it, it it is broadcast for free but you do have some expenses for for, for yes. and, um, arranging my, my dream <laughs> when you have a dream mm. my dream is that that in time I could really do this as a job mm-hmm. you know that I could Live from the Orgel Radio uh, because indeed I there's a uh, I put a lot of time in it right. because when people send their CDs you know I need to uh, inventorize no I need to catalogize um, uh, catalogize them mm-hmm. I need to give them a label because I have to put them somewhere and I need to find it back when I need it you know um, I need to listen to it so. Um, yeah, and then you have to pick the music, do the programs. You have to uh, adapt the website with the different covers. You know, it's like it's nearly. I change the program every two weeks, mm-hmm, yeah? mm-hmm. and it takes me one week to do it. Oh. So that I work one week, I have one week off, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. So it's twenty four seven, right? Uh, yes. Yes. All around uh, the clock of Round organ the- music, right? Yes. And it takes a lot of time to just put everything together. Yeah. But I must say it's 24-7, it's true, but um, uh, every day is actually um, a block of, let's say, eight to nine hours music. Mm-hmm. Because I have listeners in the, in the complete East, like, right. uh, I don't know, Indonesia, the Philippines, uh, so uh, Japan, uh, 
not Japan. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean. Eh? Yes. And I have also listeners on the complete West, like Mexico, Canada, US. And so we have different time zones. Exactly. Eh? So that's why I work with um, a structure of eight hours so that every time zone can hear also the good music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So you have maybe eight hours of content. Yeah. And then you repeat for other uh, time zones yeah, yeah. that people could enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, if I have a very good uh, recording, let's say from, uh, I don't know, Tom Goldman, for example, famous Dutch organist. Yes. And I do it at eight o'clock at the evening for my time zone because that's a good time to put it. Okay, but then in uh, in America they're already asleep, <laughs> and in the East they're you know not even having breakfast. So um, that's why I uh, rethought the idea, and now I work with this eight-hour structure. Right, right, right. It's just how uh, mainstream media operates anyway, right? They they repeat. They have uh, certain blocks of content which yeah. are repeated uh, on cable TV too. Uh, they yeah. have, for example, if you're ha- watching movie channel, some kind of movie channel, uh, they won't have 24-7, uh, maybe 12 movies a day. No, yeah. they have uh, maybe five <laughs> movies or six movies yeah. which they repeat and they, they sometimes uh, have a, a schedule for entire month. The end they will change would change. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I have like uh, twelve uh, different CDs a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twelve. Different. Twelve different CDs a day. That's that's uh, the, the structure. Uh huh. <laughs> so amazing, amazing uh, uh, flexibility of the time. Your and sen- time sensitive uh, approach that people could uh, enjoy everything that you offer, right? Yeah. Uh, do you do you c- categorize your shows? Uh, or streamings or uh, broadcasts uh, uh, according to topics or uh, genres or countries or styles or periods? (laughs) How do you decide, right? Well, until now, but everything can change, of course. But until now, the idea is that on on every Monday, Mm -hmm. uh, I broadcast Belgium organists. Because that's my market, so to speak. (laughs) Uh, On Tuesday... I broadcast like romantic and contemporary. So all music after 1800. Uh, we go Mendelssohn, Rege, Vierne, Widor, Messian, uh, all that on, on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I have um, productions with Dutch organists because there are a lot of good Dutch organists and a lot of good Dutch organs. Mm-hmm. So that's always a, a good day. And then on Thursday, I broadcast only music from Bach uh-huh. because Bach is toch one of, you know, our masters. <laughs> of course. It deserves a separate day. Yes. <laughs> and then on um, Friday, I uh, broadcast organists from around the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Germany, uh, US, whatever the cities I get, I, I broadcast. <laughs> on Saturday, and that's well a good idea, because um, my 1,600 CD collection is also online. You can find the whole collection I have is online on our website. And you can pick your own, your favorite CD. Mm-hmm. And when you click on the mail button, I got an email that you want to listen to that particular CD. So on Saturday, it's actually the, the public who chooses the music. Oh, it's, so it's it's like a, a voting machine, right? Uh, if you, yeah. They can vote uh, which organ CD to choose, right? Yeah. And the more... Yeah. The more um, 
viewers or listeners enjoy the same CD, the more chances it gets to uh, get picked. Voilà. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then on Sunday, I do a special one. And um, on Sunday, it's only music, let's say, inspired by religion. And because it's it's Sunday and we have so much also religious music uh, for organ, I put it on Sunday. Because I think, I, I really think that there is a, a, a place for the organ outside religion with uh, real concert music like uh, Widor, Kargielet, and so forth. Yes. But anyway, we have such a big history <laughs> in the church uh, with all the choral for Spiele, you know, all the partitas and uh, everything, um, that uh, I want to focus that on Sunday mm-hmm. because I think that's a good day <laughs> to focus on religion. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, very uh, appropriate day, right, for yeah. sa- sac- sacred music. Yeah. Mm, so, so Nico, you have all those categories, right, and you you have every day for one topic, right? Um, and uh, what happens the next week? It, is it repeated, this, uh, the same pattern? Oh, I... I um uh, in in my database, in my CD collection, software database, <laughs> I hold also track from every last recording, a uh, broadcasting. So I know, okay, I broadcast that one two months ago. Mm-hmm. I have to wait a little bit more before reprogram it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see? Yes. So in, you could say that at least uh, if I repeat a CD, it's maybe four months in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... Uh, that's how uh, some of the uh, contemporary and even avant-garde music got uh, traction and recognition in the mainstream music uh, channels, radio channels. I remember a story from the classical radio station somewhere in Europe. I don't remember the country exactly, but that w- the composer was um, Goretzky. Polish composer, yeah. you know, uh, it's it's sort of, sort of uh, sacred or holy minimalism, yeah. and he wrote a symphony or something um, which was very new. And the producer of one one specific channel on the on the radio liked so much that uh, he or sh- he, I think it was he, uh, broadcasted uh, this symphony uh, over and over <laughs> all night, you know. <laughs> Uh, during night programs, and this <laughs> this symphony got recognition. Yeah, 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 yeah. This way, although although it was a new piece. Do your do, by the way, uh, Nico. Do you get uh, when you get correspondence from your listeners? Right? Do you have a, a feedback? Uh, what do you they like most? What they like least? Right? Uh, mostly. Um what they say is they're very happy with the initiative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they really like. Sometimes they're a little bit irritated by the advertisements. But that's nothing I can do about it because that's that's the reason why we exist. Right, right. That's, that's the deal of, you know... Um, it's not just a subscriber model. When when people who are listening, th- they would donate or and support the show themselves. But no, yeah. the, the brands, the 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 advertisements, uh, the companies that are yeah. uh, advertising their services and products through your network, yeah. they they sort of support, right, what yeah. you do. So uh, it's it's sort of trade-off. They get, your listeners get free music, yeah. but they get to, to listen to the messages, right, from uh, the sponsors. And, and maybe if, if we are, my idea was, I said in January when I started, I want to have 100,000 listeners by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
because it was such a crazy idea to have 100,000 listeners. It is a crazy idea. <laughs> it's like a, like a, you want to be a small Google, right? Yeah. In one year, right? But it, it might happen, right? Well, now uh, we, are, we are September, what are we, September the 19th or something, and um, we are already on 70,000. Mm-hmm. So I have got 30,000 to go until Christmas, until the end of the year. So I will I will start another email campaign I think to promote uh, the Orgo Radio. So it is maybe possible. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's quite realistic. If you have grown that much until uh, until uh, September, yeah. until seventy thousand. There's just 30,000 to go, not too many. <laughs> right? And I think the, the, the strength of the Orgo Radio is uh, it goes through internet. And like you said, it's in 133 countries at the moment. Uh, it is for free as well. And I think in every country, there are like, I call it organ, organ lovers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of time to, to get to those organ lovers. Uh, and and I think who knows we have one million listeners soon, you know. Yeah, it's a start. And thirty thousand is is really nothing, right? It's it's a sm- <laughs> it's a small town in Belgium, the size yeah. of the small small town in Lithuania too. So <laughs> so if we could uh, <laughs> go door to door <laughs> in our countries, that would be great in one city. And I have listeners in Lithuania as well, but uh, I, I can tell you how. But not so much, and eh? not, not so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have a quick look. I have in my statistics. Uh, I can have a look. Right. And uh, it's fantastic that you have those uh, detailed statistics that you know where your biggest fans are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lithuania, where are you? I have 22 listeners. <laughs> oh, you will have 23 at least from yeah. this show. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. So, I mean, there are still opportunities uh, in your country uh, as well. When you say listeners, uh, 22 listeners, do, they mean, do you mean 22 people or 22 times listened, listened of uh, the uh, program? What the software can see is the IPS addresses of the computer. I so I, I only can see that uh, uh, this year I had 22 different computers, so to speak, logging into... Uh, or devices, I mean like uh, iPhones or whatever, uh, smartphones. So that uh, might have been 22 people, right? Uh, yeah. Or it might have been one person with 22 computers. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. <laughs> That's crazy. Good. I like it already. No, but it's, it's an indication of, uh, gives it, for example, the, 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 most, uh, the country with the most organ lovers at the moment is, uh, is Holland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, that's um, that's not surprising because the Dutch cult- culture is so organ oriented, and yeah. as you say, uh, and, uh, until recently they had this weekly organ yeah. uh, radio program dedicated yeah. to this instrument. And what I also can see is um, the total of how long people uh, are listening to the organ radio. Mm-hmm. So from from January to until now, I have like nearly eighty thousand hours of listening. Mm-hmm. Eighty thousand, yeah. so that's that's more than I can imagine <laughs> for <laughs> one person <laughs> entire lifetime, right? <laughs> and uh, what is the average listening time for one person? Uh, Do you know? I I think around an hour. An hour. 
one hour, I think. Mm. But some countries are are more. Uh, what can I say? Wait, stream hours. Um, for example, in in the United States, the average is nearly two hours. Uh-huh. Um, so it depends a little bit from from country. Mm-hmm. In Sweden, it's also more than one hour. The Czech Republic, it's nearly two hours. Oh, they really love organ music and they don't don't have anything to do, right? And they sit and listen. <laughs> In Switzerland, it's only half an hour. So it depends from country to country. Oh, yes. those Swiss people, they go uh, to the countryside in the Alps yeah. and, they, and they forget, oh, my devices. Or skiing, I don't know, whatever they're doing. Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. It's so fantastic. Of course, in the in, in America, they have pipe dreams, right? Pipe yes, dreams. yes. A weekly radio program, which you can also listen online. Yeah. Uh, which is two hours long, and uh, it's also organ music uh, broadcasted from American public uh, media, right? Yeah. And and the host is Michael Barone. Yeah, yeah. Have you any, had any? collaboration or contact with him for well, specifically we mailed once or twice mm-hmm. but uh, there's no until now there's no collaboration uh, mm-hmm. but uh, why not i'm not saying it's not possible mm-hmm. but it's of course we we focus much more on the european markets on the european public than and he does on the american eh? true, but true. still i can i i can say that uh, i have nearly 4000 uh, listeners in the united states so i think we are we are growing there as well because I think the music that we broadcast differs from his uh, approach in uh, Organ Pipe Dreams. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. And also, what you know, because uh, we are getting more and more popular, organists and recording labels uh, donate also like review copies of their of their brand new CDs. True. And I try then to push the CD a little bit, you know, to uh, that people can hear it already, and so they would buy it because that's, you know, we have to support our organists mm-hmm. and uh, recording labels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when people are listening to the station, they can click and buy, right? Uh, they go directly to that website, or no? Yeah, if they listen through the computer, of course, eh? yeah, and they go to the cover when they click on the cover, you can see the details mm-hmm. to. Uh, to buy the CD. Yeah. Uh, and Nico, do you accept uh, only physical CDs or MP3 files files to review from organizations? Um, the deal is because um, it, it is a completely legal uh, radio station. Right. Mm-hmm. That the, the deal that I have with Radio Nomi, my host, is that I can only broadcast official recordings. That I mean official approved mm-hmm. recordings by I don't know how it is in Lithuania, but uh, in Germany it's a GEMA. In uh, our country, it's Sabam. It's like this this company that um, is responsible for the music rights. Mm-hmm. You right. see, so I can't until now. I can't broadcast like live recordings or like uh, I made a recording while I was studying, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need a recording that is approved by this institute for the for the rights, mm-hmm. so that when I broadcast that they know the recording and that they can also pay the rights to all the people. Uh-huh. You, you yes. understand what I, I, uh, I... You don't have to pay, but the, your network pays, right? Your, yeah. Ra- yeah. Radionomy. And that's why I can only broadcast official recordings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's very wise of course because if you broadcast just a house made uh, mp3 file that somebody uh, recorded while they practicing on Hauptwerk <laughs> right <laughs> or or, <laughs> or some kind of electronic device uh, then uh, then nobody is really uh, responsible for the quality right or yeah. the 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 legal legal side of the and in a way i prefer also I prefer always to have a physical CD. Mm -hmm. For example, when my computer crashes or uh, they steal my computer or whatever, um, it is gone, so to speak, eh? Uh, the music files. And when I have like a really copy, you know, there's also a booklet. I can see where's the organ or what's the information about the organ. It's more interesting than just a music file. Mm -hmm. But it happens. It happens because sometimes you can't buy the CD anymore. And then the organist says, yeah, I have two copies, but they are my last copies of this CD. And then, of course, I say, yes, send me, you know, through WeTransfer or whatever, through, uh, send me the, the music files. Because mm-hmm. then at least I know it's an official recording and I can broadcast it. Uh-huh. So even, for example, when somebody has an outdated, right, uh, yeah. s- a physical CD, which is no longer in print, yeah. They they can show show the that it's a real CD and yeah. they could send you the the music files for phys- yeah. uh, digitally. And I need also like a scan from the cover, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all, yeah. Uh, scan is absolutely essential for visual purposes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. would 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 know what they're listening to. Yeah. Fantastic, uh, Nico. You're so so comprehensive, right? Where did you learn all all this stuff? Have you uh, have you had this education for music producers and uh, media uh, mm-hmm. engineers? And gr- what is your background besides organ? Oh man, by background, of course. I uh, I studied music at the conservatory in Antwerp, like like yeah, like every organist. Um, and then um, when I was uh, finished uh, studying, I, of course, became a teacher. Mm-hmm. But somehow I am not a good teacher. I think <laughs> I'm not gifted uh, for being a teacher. And then I played already um, organ in the uh, opera house in, uh, in Antwerp. And at that point, there was a, an, uh, an open place for a sta- stage manager. So I applied for the job. And now I'm already 20 years a stage manager in the opera house. And that makes that um, in the opera you um, you come uh, you are in contact with a lot of arts. I mean, it's not it's of course the orchestra, it's the chorus, it's the singing, but it's also light, it's also um, uh, staging. You know, it's a lot of arts coming together. Yes, 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 absolutely. So yes, um, you had this uh, wide education, right? But yeah. of course, it's it's a trial and er- error uh, at the same time. You, you make mistakes, you learn from them, and you move on. You you yeah, because people say everything what I do is so successful. Mm-hmm. Said to me, he says no, it's because you can't see all the failures I made before. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know. But I try maybe ten times to do something, and if two times it works out, I'm successful. Right, and. Uh, and right now, uh, do, uh, have you learned anything uh, from from your past mistakes that you could share today? What, what, what's the main main mistake you learned from? Oh, that's um, it's difficult. It's difficult to answer that one. Um, I, I would just say uh, you don't have to learn from your mistakes. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sometimes. 
sometimes if it, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I don't know um, why exactly, but I keep on trying. Exactly. So so. Um you know you are very persistent right you started this initiative and and have this vision for the future right to to have a million viewers or or listeners right or maybe you can expand right you 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 can think a little bit of a socially sometimes they have they have this sometimes initiative i i see how people uh uh the company called Threadless in the USA, they have uh, the campaign for selling t-shirts and artists from all over the world can submit their design for a t-shirt, right? And uh, t- the price for t-shirt is a little bit more expensive than, than normal, but that's okay because people really love new designs and, yeah. and, and artists are amazing at, at creating designs. And uh, it's, it's kind of... Uh, reminds me of what you're doing with organists, right? Organists submit their art, their music, right? Yeah. Uh, to you. And uh, it's it's a platform, so to say. Yeah, it's a platform. And I, I think even more that, um, well, I can't tell you everything yet because um, we are still busy developing it. But um, I found uh, a sponsor who wants to uh, invest a little bit money into it. Mm-hmm. So we could, um, because... The website of Orgo Radio, it's built by myself. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm a musician. I'm not a web designer. <laughs> so there will, there's money to, um, to uh, design our website in a professional way. Mm-hmm. He, will, he wants also to give money to build a, a professional database, you know, mm-hmm. with all the music, but also information about the artists, uh, the organs, you know, um, much more information than what I can give now. And then this this uh, database will also uh, fill in uh, the website automatically. You know, if if I if I broadcast, um, uh, let's say Daniel Roth uh, uh, playing uh, Vierne, then um, he, the website will automatically show the cover of the CD. You know, it will be more semi-automatical mm-hmm. than because now I do everything by hand. Uh, yes, this automatization is possible because the technology is so wise now. Yeah. It getting, it's getting wiser even than people sometimes. <laughs> uh, but uh, certainly in the future, this, uh, this automatization will be a great help for your initiative because yeah. you, you no longer need to update everything manually. Yeah. But it will be... You know, some some somehow connected through th- with the server and uh, the schedule. It, yeah, they call it dynamic content. So that's uh, that uh, the website is a content that's dynamic, mm-hmm. right? so that can change uh, automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's hope. I hope that we can uh, go ahead next year in January. So when we are one year old. <laughs> <laughs> that we have a new website and, and a new structure behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for that, of course, you need uh, you need investors, right? Who who, who yeah. support more more than than your your own funds and yes, uh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. Because it's it's a big deal uh, to do this uh, techno technology, right? Yeah. And yeah. more than one person has to do this, probably. Right. Well, probably two. We have to see. Well, we're still talking about it, but it would be a big step. I mean, and then we are really 
uh, with the big guys. So I was talking a little bit about this T-shirt pro- uh, company called Threadless, which you can also check out later. Uh, what I thought it's fascinated, fascinating, is how they market their um, service, right? T-shirt designing service, right? They have people who submit designs. They have people who buy the 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 T-shirts, right? But what they did is they have a contest. They have a vote. Which uh, design do you like the most? Right. Okay. And 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 the the people vote. Right. It's a voting machine. And if they vote, uh, for example, on one specific design, this specific designer artist gets some kind of price uh, f- uh, financial price uh, $200 let's say right yeah. because it's it's already a big company now right so i was thinking uh, uh, if you thought something like that with organ radio uh, maybe uh, rewarding rewarding your best or uh, are, uh, organists right yeah. who get voted right they can vote for themselves of course they yeah. can buy the cds everything is fine but yeah. but if if people enjoy their music so much that they get uh, voted as number one for that particular week right yeah um, you can reward if you have enough funds right uh, to do this kind of yeah. And, yeah and it goes bigger and bigger this way or maybe what I was also thinking is um, that because the Orgo Radio is, is an international platform and you have, for example, young organists with a lot of talents, mm-hmm. I could help and push them. Oh, that's, that's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Huh? Uh, so what I also thought of is um, with a new website to have um, uh, a part of the website that is really with video content. Like I could work together with big concert organizations and we could uh, record their concerts. Like, for example, Olivier Latry in uh, Notre Dame, for example. And we, we could record his concert with, with video. Mm-hmm. And that you could, you know, later on then, a week after the concert or whatever, you could see it then on the net. Like, because not everybody has the possibility to go to Paris and see a concert with him. Right, right. Have you thought about the possibilities that new streaming technologies give? Uh, for example, a service called uh, Periscope that Twitter owns. Uh, Periscope is an app for a smartphone. You, get, you can record a live video stream from your uh, phone, right? Oh, so okay. you could record even uh, the concert uh, in entirety. Um, that way it requires a big data streaming cap- yeah. capacity it drains a little bit uh, your your power um, accumulator right uh, generator but uh, yeah. battery but still it's it's something to consider in the future because it's a big market out there uh, yeah. for video uh, um, but I really want to uh, uh, push also on the on the quality mm-hmm. so that it's a, a, a good quality recording mm-hmm. you know right. not only video but also audio um, yeah that people really can enjoy the concert through the internet yeah. amazing visions Nico I, and it's just the beginning right you're just getting started right yeah. you started this year and and already have so many plans for the future. 
thank you so much for your ideas. Um, I hope people will will get curious and want to find out more about Orgel Radio. How do how they can find it? Can you say the link? Yeah, the the, the most easiest way is, is indeed is uh, to to surf to our website. So it's a uh, three times this W, <laughs> uh, and then followed by Orgel Radio. Dot .eu. .eu, great. I will make sure to include this description, uh, this link into the description of this conversation too, that people who are listening from the computers could click, physically Direct. click or, and direct, go directly to the orgleradio.eu. Uh, oh my. I'm looking forward. <laughs> right. Uh, where they can find your work online uh, too, do you have a personal website beside Orgleradio? Uh No, because I don't really have time <laughs> for to do that. But they can always contact me through this uh, website from Olga Radio. Uh-huh. So ma- main know. hub, main platform is Olga Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the and they can uh, send a message and email to you. And uh, of course, you you reply to those messages uh, that that people send to you. People can comment and uh, send feedback and congratulate you about. And send their CDs, of course. Yes, the CDs. Yes, <laughs> if organists are listening listening to us. Uh, Uh, if you want to get broadcasted all over the world to more than 100 uh, countries, right? Uh, 133 countries at the moment. Uh, I didn't know that there are that many countries. <laughs> Apparently there are more. So uh, Nico is doing a tremendous service for, for organ world in this day and age when organ music in the Western Hemisphere is declining, right? The interest yeah. in, 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 let's say, in church uh, going in, in Europe and in America and uh, places of Western society is declining. And only uh, organ music is sort of growing in Asia and Africa and South America, right? Those places which are developing right now. And not necessarily religious music is, is, is on the rise, right? So what you're doing, uh, Nico, in those extremely uh, difficult times for, for, for organists sometimes, sometimes in some areas, you are doing tremendous service. Well, thank, you. thank you so much for, for this. And I yeah. wish you great success in the future. Stay in good health and be so brave that, that people can't ignore you. <laughs> thank you, Vidas. Amazing. Thank okay. you so much. You're welcome. If you liked this conversation, I encourage you to visit my blog Secrets of Organ Playing at organduo.lt where you will find lots of insights, practical advice and training for every area of organ playing. You can subscribe to this blog for free to get your daily dose of inspiration and to be the first to know when any of my future podcasts roll out. I hope to help you reach your dreams in organ playing. I'm Vidas Pinkavichus. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you online really soon.